Hello, welcome to Spoiler Alert. Kyron Wheatley here, uh, looking forward to Tuesday night. We're at Giant Dwarf. You will see Spoiler Alert live, the live quiz show, the live version of this whole shebang. Uh, if you go to giantdwarf.com.au, you can get tickets. It's going to be super cool. Uh, we've got Justin Hamilton on, who's comedian and massive film nerd. We also have Brendan Cow. He's going to be there as well. He's been in real life movies, as has Laura Hughes. Uh, comedian and star of Open Slather, Foxtel's favourite comedy program, Open Slather, and Angus Truscott, who uh, has been on a real-life uh, Star Wars film set. He was the work experience kid on Star Wars Episode 2. So go giantdwarf.com.au, that's where you can find tickets. I'm excited about today because while we're theming our uh, podcast Star Wars on Tuesday, uh, my guest has chosen to theme his entire podcast, Star Wars. It's the host. Entire podcast, nay, life. His life, apparently. I'm, I've, just, <laughs> I've recently been told. Uh, host of Steel Wars, Steel Saunders. Hey, mate. Hey, Kyron. Um, I'm very sad that I can't be at your spoiler alert live show. That's but okay. To those are- listening, if you love the plug. You might like the live show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really hope the live show can live up to the plug. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that the live show exceeds the plug, okay. if I'm honest. I've done better plugs in my time. Oh, that's why you're further ahead than me in the uh, in show business. <laughs> I just work on the plugs and then the event. I'm like, yeah, the plug was good. It's not a, it's not a ladder. It's just It's a big pull. Some yeah. of us are in the deep end, yeah, it's a <laughs> struggling to stay afloat. Yes. <laughs> uh, welcome to Sydney. It's an exciting time to be in Sydney. It is very exciting. Because Harrison Ford all is also bi- in Sydney. All the big Star Wars stars have flown in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Harrison's here. I'm here. Who else are you talking about? Uh, when does this podcast go out? Uh, next couple of days. After tomorrow? Mm, no, no, I'll put it out before tomorrow so we can talk up to it in the lead-in. So it will be out tomorrow? Yep. Oh, I can't say who else is here then. <gasps> wow. Um, well, that's a shame. <laughs> At the end of this, we'll record one I'll put up after. <laughs> <laughs> you must be very, very excited still because it's... um. It's like it's it's nerd Christmas. It's bloody it's Star Wars is here. It's upon us. It's happening again. Yeah, it's weird. I've I've spent the last year and a half, and it's particularly the last year, really, strangely enough, going on this world Star Wars safari. Mm. Um, you know, due to other travel and stuff, and and some stuff due to Star Wars. But I've been to uh, you know, L.A. and and San Diego a couple times. I've been to um. France and and London and um, sort of covering all these these events and stuff that have been going on and now that we're so close it's I know it's sort of a boy I've got so much stuff to like it's there's no even time to go like while like people like on my you know the Steel Wars Facebook and Twitter they're they're like oh how are you you know it's so close and I'm just like I. I don't know, man. It's just, I'm just running from thing to thing. So, and, yep. uh, you know, the the other, you know, like this month for me is just insane because I, my other podcast, I Love Green Guide Letters, that had its 200th episode. Mm. And then for the 199th, there's a special thing. We did a live show in my apartment with 40 listeners. <laughs> then the next Saturday, we had the big 200th show um, with about 300 people. Then... 
I'm here in Sydney now to do this Harrison Ford event and do some stuff for Studio 10 and record stuff for the podcast. Um, I'm not sure if you even know this, but tomorrow at four o'clock, I'm watching eight minutes of The Force Awakens on IMAX. I did not know that. Mm. Which eight minutes? <laughs> just, just so the, important. Just, the, just the Luke Skywalker eight minutes <laughs> right at the end. Um, the wow. I, I imagine it's going to be pr- like Jakku, uh, Millennium Falcon. Yep. Chase. I imagine that will be the minutes. And I'm not even sure. You, if- are you talking like an expanded trailer or are you talking about you're watching a sequence, like an eight minute sequence? I think it's a sequence. That's what they've, like, it's an eight minute, like, IMAX preview. And I, 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 I've got some vague bit of knowledge that that's because they've filmed, you know, the, some of it in IMAX, mm. like, you know, with the special IMAX format. And yep. I, I uh, I think that is the scene that they did in the IMAX. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and it may or may not be introduced by Harrison Ford. I'm not sure, but um. And then we've got the big event tomorrow night. So yeah, it's thrilling. Like, are, you, are you gonna? Are you gonna? Do you reckon it's gonna be like a no phone? Are you gonna have to check? Do you reckon you're gonna get patted down for cameras? I at the IMAX thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's gnarly. Like I'm not allowed to talk about. What I, I'm only allowed to talk about the feelings I had. Like there's this like <laughs> NDA and, um, you know, you're not allowed to until the 17th talk about what you actually saw. So, wow. You, you, and, and I wouldn't. Like I'm, you know, I've got friends, you know, in America and stuff that do like, you know, very popular spoiler-based websites. You know, mm. one of them's um, makingstarwars.net. So, and and those guys, their whole thing is to find out as much as possible. Yeah. But I sort of like, you know, what I sort of cover is like like the experience of Star Wars and yeah. the the memories people have and and like the sort of you know and the minutia, but there's the, just the fun of it and and coming to events like this and I don't know just getting amongst it. Like we did the the Comic Con thing this year where um, Harrison Ford made his debut. Uh, back to Star Wars. It was his first, you know, fan event in ever. Like he'd never done a, a Star Wars celebration or anything like that. And um, we camped out for like thirty six hours to get in <laughs> to the. Um... He's your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I. I actually do always defend people. Someone I think when they released the latest iPhone, someone on Twitter was like having a go at them. Someone I know, and I was just like. What are they, how are they hurting you? Like, if they want to line up for an iPhone, if, if that's <laughs> yeah. their, like, if, if that's their passion is having this technology and stuff, yeah. like, man, just be happy people aren't at Reclaim Australia meetings. <laughs> yeah. Like, who cares? So, you know, and so I, I, I sort of, you know, can really see that, you know, if it's something that for you is important and yes of course everyone's going to be out it you know i went and got one yesterday and it took me like 10 minutes at jb hi-fi but like i it's the experience and when i good line, plug for jb hi-fi there get hey, it done quick hey they continually <laughs> do it again um smashing glass every ad the and and so it, people sort of say to me oh that must have been horrible 36 hours it was like 
It's the best 36 hours of my life. <laughs> it was, it was, and, and it better get topped in the next two weeks <laughs> because I'm both doing, you know, going to this prem, you know, we're doing the premiere um, next week, you know, the midnight premiere and then yep. I'm hosting a, a live podcast at 3am. That's when mm. you do your live podcast, 3am. <laughs> and then that Saturday I'm uh, getting married to uh, another the, life change, the woman of my dream. <laughs> so yeah, I better be topping that 36 hours on the line day. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, has, has anyone try, asked you, I'm sure they have, to pit those two life events up against each other? Yeah, of course. And they're totally different. They're totally different and they come from different places. They're both about love. Yeah. And like when I walked out of Return of the Jedi, it was pretty much established that there was going to be no more Star Wars, mm. which... When you walked out of your previous relationship, was it? Did it feel like there was going to be no more relationships? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and no more microwave either. I lost a microwave, <laughs> and yet microwaves are back, Star Wars back, and relationships are back. Yeah, I couldn't deal with going back to get it. It was, it was. <laughs> what happened? I always broke up, but like it was nothing bad. But I was just like, you know, after you go through, you know. Like, you know, like a Band-Aid right off. And I didn't want to put yep. the Band-Aid half back on again. So um, Just to get a microwave. Yeah, I didn't like microwaves. Like, I've, <laughs> I don't have one now. I haven't had one for like 15 years because yep. of this girl. But, um, but I've got Star Wars. <laughs> but yeah, so when I walked out of Return of the Jedi, I thought I'd never find out what happened after Return of the Jedi. And mm. I remember, you know, it, I don't know how old would I have been. Very young, like, you know, before before primary school. Um, I remember that saddened me. Mm. But even at that time, we knew that there were nine um, yeah, but then films he, sketched out, right? Yeah, but then he said, nah, I'm done. This yeah. is it. And, but yeah, the one thing you learn about listening to George Lucas <laughs> is not to believe George Lucas. Right. He is a, a bit of a fibber. <laughs> he changes his story all the time. <laughs> There was nine films. No, there was only six. There's nine. Now right. there is nine films. Now, yeah. um, and yeah, so I, I never thought I would see some, what happened past Return of the Jedi because I just thought, well, this adult has said they're not doing it anymore. Yeah. And I believe adults. <laughs> yeah, Father Christmas has told us. Yeah. <laughs> and the presents are done. That's it. But I also never thought I'd get married as well. I never had this urge. Like I never had that like... Thing, mm. um, I don't know. Do guys have that thing? I think some men, particularly gay men at the moment, are sort of fighting for it. <laughs> no, but I mean, as a youth, like, as a youth, yeah, right. You know, a lot of yep. girls dream of their wedding day. Sure, I'd say that some boys would as well. The dream's quite open. Like, there's not a lot to it. You're in yeah. a suit. You stand there. Meh. Interesting. You do get to have sex. Mm. That would have been pretty interesting to me in the uh, early teen years. Oh, yeah, I'll do that to get a bit of that. <laughs> it's hard to come by in the schoolyard, let me tell you. But, um, yeah, so they're totally different things. Yes. Like one of them, like Star Wars has this, because it's, it's built into my DNA as a child. It's like one of my first memories is Star Wars, seeing the toys in a toy shop. So I've got this very 
like woven into my psyche attachment to the films. Mm. And so it's a this this weird different emotion. But it's I definitely will, it's definitely a part of you. Yeah, but I will be crying at both events. <laughs> I can tell you that. I mean it's weird because you know I'm a comedian and podcaster and stuff, but I at the reception, not the reception, at the engagement party, like Jackie does not like public speaking. Right. She loves it. <laughs> and she killed yep. in her speech, destroyed. Expectations and, lower. And I got choked up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't talk at those sorts of events where if there's like where there's emotion involved. There's no point in me even trying because I'll just I'll just be teary. Yeah, I'll just well, won't be able to talk. And I think the one thing I like about Star Wars, or there's many, but why I like to involve myself in like doing the podcast and stuff is I'm normally, I tend to be a bit too cynical. And then when I'm in Star Wars, like I, I feel like my, like I'm just happier, but my personality is more like, I like that person more than Mm. like the dude that's like, like, you know, about star. Yeah. So, you know, enthusiasm is pretty good. I I sort of see what those happy people are on about now. (laughs) (laughs) It's your Buddhism. Yeah. Because I think because I'm so a bit closed when I open up about stuff, because that's like at the wedding and stuff, it's just like, like the floodgates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's happening. But I have got, you know, it's I, happening. I, I know a few of my friends are very looking forward. They're like, oh, we get to see Steel Cry at the wedding. Yes. <laughs> very, they're like, they're looking, it's like an eclipse. Yeah. It's like Steel's going to show emotion. It's going to yeah. be awesome. It's like crying at love instead of sadness. This is like the happiness. Yeah. They're all happy tears. Is there going to be, is it, this is what I'm just by, is there going to be any crossover? So you say they're two very different parts of your life, but is there going to be a crossover? Is there any Star Wars at the wedding? Well, let's talk wedding at the Star Wars first. Okay. And, and Jacqueline, who my fiance is based in LA, and she'll be back, and she's back early enough to, so she can come to the premiere. Great. Because we were very worried about, because she's a big Star Wars fan as well. Yeah. Not as crazy as I, but, you know, she was, she slept out to see Harrison Ford. Um, was she Star Wars fan independently of you? Yeah. Yeah. But then I Amped stirred it up. It up. <laughs> Turned some, put some petrol on that bonfire. And um, so, and she's going to come on the live podcast. I think um, I'm, I'm co-hosting it. This is actually an amazing story. The, the, podcast comedy film nerds that's chris mancini and graham elwood they're based in la and they run the la podcast festival so we hatched this plan on the podcast like i just said to them oh we're thinking about like at the end of the pod when i interviewed um graham elwood for steel wars and i said oh you know for our the premiere I, I, like my plan is to do this big live you know podcast afterwards at like three in the morning and he's like yeah, that's great. I'm coming. Yeah, we'll do a cold podcast. It'll be a simul podcast. And I'm like, yeah, man, come. Yeah. And I'm just like, as if you're going to come. <laughs> and he's coming. Yeah, well, he tried to get sponsorship for it and that didn't work out. And then on the on their podcast, they said, oh, we're not going to be able to go to Australia. Um, and then some guy that listened said, I'll give you th- five grand to go to Australia, buy your tickets. And... So I Skype Graham, this is where it gets weird, and I'm like, oh, hey, did that guy, 
that paid for your flights, does he need tickets for the movie? And he's like, oh, no, he lives in Ohio. He's not coming. <laughs> so he doesn't even... I thought he must have been some fan in Melbourne or Sydney that like, was just like, yeah, man, I want to see them at this podcast. Yeah, so he's not even going to be there. <laughs> he's just copping the download. <laughs> Why didn't he fly him to Ohio? He could have done it in his house. Yeah. <laughs> flights would have been like, you know, like 500 bucks. and then Yeah, Christmas flights as well. Yeah, and then you would have had, you know, four and a half grand of gravy. <laughs> Sweet Christmas gravy. So, yeah, they're coming. And so, yeah, so Jackie will be on that podcast. And So, like, Wedding Meets Star Wars. Yeah, so because they definitely want to know because it's a curious tale, this whole getting married in the same week. And, we, yeah. of course, we did know. And thankfully, when I said, you know, I said, oh, you know, this is, this is going to be a crazy week. Like, my, my entire goal this year is to be as busy as possible this week. Like, yeah. that's the whole thing. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And... Like, that's fine. We'll just get it all really organized. And she's a great, so organized. But then I thought it was going to be on the Thursday night because of the American release date. Mm. And then I'd be doing it Friday morning and then getting married the next day. But because they're just respecting each territory's traditional release times, because America releases films on a Friday. Yeah, Australia we do it on Thursday. Uh, so we get it at Thursday morning at 12.01, so I get two days to recover. Nice. Which is awesome. It's so good that we get that because for the first time ever, Australians can spoil a Star Wars film for Americans. <laughs> yeah. And not wait like months, wasn't it? Originally? Yeah. Well, the original one was, I think like four or five months, mm. which is just... Insane. Like I, I've interviewed people on the podcast and they're like, oh yeah, we were just like reading the newspapers. And waiting. Clipping stuff out. And even The Phantom Menace was like, two weeks mm. which i can't remember if like i'd ever remember sort of hearing bad press about it maybe i was just like at the time yeah like i think i was maybe i was just off the grid or something i can't remember mm. never getting like not getting the bad press about it i loved it when i when i went and saw it at the cinema i loved it but I was too young to read anything or watch any any of those shows on telly that would say, oh, this is shit. Yeah, I think maybe it just took a little while for, you know, whatever, you know, the negative reaction to kick in. Because I remember being at a friend's house afterwards at about four in the morning. Like we sort of went back to some a friend's house and was sort of a bit of an after party and mm. stuff. And I, I, don't, I can never remember who I was talking to, but I just remember being in this hallway and going, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you remember. <laughs> I just remember like not being sure, like yep. just being stunned by it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, you know, obviously when you analyze it, you know, from a distance, you can see the bits that will, you know, like I, there's this edit of the uh, the Phantom Menace called the Phantom Edit mm. that a, a friend of mine, Mike Nichols, did, and it got such huge press at the time. People thought it was like Kevin Smith, and he edited it like from a VHS tape. <laughs> the original Phantom Edit was on a VHS, and wow. what he did was, you know, there's like a a thing where people think he just edited out Jar Jar, but he put Jar Jar in context and. 
Like the problem was that they'd have a serious scene and then Jar Jar would pop the bubble of seriousness with some goofy comment at the end. So the seriousness of the scene was ruined. And so he just sort of cropped the story. And if you can find that on a, um, a torrent site and morally, if you own a copy of the film, you can watch a reworking. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not sure if legally, but morally. Yeah. And... I, I, I fail to imagine anyone listening to a movie podcast does not own a copy of <laughs> The Phantom Menace three times. But um, yeah, so that's really good. But I hope that JJ's edit is... is, is Doesn't need reworking. Doesn't need reworking. I find it amazing when we're talking with the release times that we're like, it's such a big movie. And, you know, they're talking about the odds of, you know, you can, you can place a bet on whether it's going to be the biggest... Uh, opening weekend of all time or whatever. But I think that's why they can respect the release dates of different countries because they know how big they are. Like, no, they just know that, oh, it doesn't matter. 24 hours later, it will be open in America and everyone will see it. Mm. It's so, it's like... It's bigger than that. That's how big it is. And they've done such a good job in the way they've planned out the release and all the promo like with the fans with the hardcore fans in mind with keeping things under wraps mm. and with not giving you know not letting people like all these like yeah. i see these like you don't want to piss off your power users yeah but i i see these sort of privileged people in the American media like that host morning shows and stuff. Yeah. They're sort of complaining to the cast that they oh, they wouldn't even let us see the film. <laughs> what insight are you gonna give? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? How do like, you make this better, Fox and Friends? Yeah. It's just like what are you, you just ugh, you're just gonna ruin it somehow. And um yeah, it's been super cool how they've done it. And the worldwide release, because, you know, like we have a big problem here in Australia with, you know, staggered television releases. Mm. And people are like, oh, just be patient, you know, just be patient. But fandom, like technology has changed the way you'd be a fan. And of course, you know, if you, you know, you could wait, but the the big part of being a fan is interacting with mm. other fans worldwide. Like I've mm. through my travels and stuff, I've got, you know, friends that I talk to all the time in like in Europe and in uh, Canada and America and New Zealand, all around Australia and stuff. And it's, it's that thrill of something comes out and then you all analyze it. You listen to the podcast, you watch the YouTube commentary, yep. all that stuff. So it's, it's cool that um they've really, like like topped it as far as like all the fan events have been um like like I, the the one at at, at comic con where you know we we did have to camp out and we didn't know who was going to appear we mm. knew that um Lawrence Kasdan JJ and um Kathleen Kennedy were going to be there but we didn't know any anything else and they said no new footage no new trailer we're not telling you who's coming. <laughs> now, that's a dedicated fan. That is a leap of faith, <laughs> and we were, of course, rewarded and with with nine cast members, including Mark and Carrie, and then Harrison. And then afterwards, they JJ goes, "Oh, we don't know how to end this," and we're all like, "I don't know." 
lie and show us a preview. <laughs> and he goes, um, and this is like one of the m- most magical moments of my life. And as I say it, I, I do have trouble not like breaking up because it's such a, just, it's just tremendous thing. So he said, oh, so do you guys like the music of Star Wars by John Williams? Now, this will be surprising, but 7,000 people that had waited in line <laughs> to see a Star Wars panel, they were pretty into it. And yeah. oh, and I should say that the, the panel was at like 5 p.m. and the panel started at 10 a.m. So we had to watch all these other panels. Like I had to see two Walking Dead panels. I haven't seen one episode. I've seen more panels than episodes. <laughs> and so it was a hard, you know, it was a leap of faith, right? And we were just sure. I was I like, like, you know, a, a phrase that got coined on our podcast is in JJ we trust. Let's just have faith in JJ. But I was quite angry that they had scheduled this thing for 5 p.m. Because Star Wars, you know, it is the potentially the biggest film of all time, mm. which means it's the most popular thing at Comic-Con. So they should put it on in the morning. Mm. So then... But then everyone would leave. No one would watch The Walking Dead one. No, but then the Walking Dead fans can go have their time. Oh, do you right. know what I mean? So, because, you know, the, the, of course there's going to be Walking Dead fans that want to go see it. But then I know some Walking Dead fans didn't go because they're like, oh, we can't beat, can't beat Star Wars fans. Ah, like. Yeah. They're too gnarly. Like they're going to camp out before, like way before we start camping out. Yeah. And so in JJ, we trust. And I actually, when I started saying it was after this thing that happened that, um, and I, I should point out that he did buy everyone in like the first 500 people that morning coffee and donuts. So, um, and I've got my JJ Duncan donuts sugar bag <laughs> in my cabinet at home. Don't doubt it. So you're sitting there with all the fans. He's trying to wrap up the panel. He says, do you like the music of John Williams? And we said, yes. And he goes, would anyone here like to come with me to a Star Wars concert? And at that point, people said, yes, but confused <laughs> because no one had heard anything about a Star Wars concert. And like, what does that mean? And like, it seems like something that we can't all go to, you know, and the, the night before that, you know, we'd heard of a little, like a teenager breaking his arm during some stampede for some Funko pop, you know, exclusive mm-hmm. thing. So it was sort of just like, Oh, this to me sounds like something that not everyone can go to or something. And he goes, all right, I've organized a star Wars concert directly after this, but here's the catch. Only all of you can come. <laughs> and <laughs> Oprah moment for Star Wars fans. Like we were jumping on the seats and just hugging each other. And like, it was just tremendous. And I'm hugging people that I've only met for the first time 24 hours ago. <laughs> That, like, I talk to all the time now, but yep. just this whole thing. Like, obviously, we've got something in common. We really like Star Wars yeah. and seemingly have a shitload of free time yep. and really bad Airbnb skills. That's, <laughs> That's the grand final willing, winning goal moment. Yeah. And that is a metaphor. I, I've been doing a fair bit of radio lately, and some of the hosts are a bit like, oh, come on, mate. You know, what is. And I'm like, well, 
you know, people get into, you know, their football team. Yeah. They're living vicariously through these 18 dudes that are kicking a, a exactly. dead bit of pig around the, <laughs> yeah. the yard. You know, it sounds pretty trite when you put it like that. And people paint their faces, they dress up and they 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 cry when their team like loses and they cry yep. with happiness when their team wins the grand final. And, you know, for some other people, like Star Wars is our team. Yep. We're in the grand final. Yeah. <laughs> and we are taking home the premiership. <laughs> so what was the concert? What happened? Ah, so we went around. We got let out by these stormtroopers. Um, <laughs> about about 21st order troopers come out. And as we went out and like it was just like after all the screaming, it just went to a a hush because people were just in shock that yeah. we're going to the thing. And like, I was sort of just like, oh, after this, I'm just going to a bar. Like before I knew there was a concert, I'm like, I'm just going to a bar and I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. Like <laughs> yeah. I've, I've slept out on this thing and now I'm just tired. And now everyone's sort of just like, it was sort of when we're halfway. So you go out of the convention center and it's on the um, San Diego Bay. And then we went sort of behind the convention center. And when we're about halfway to where we were going, that's when I sort of felt like people started snapping out of it and going what's going on <laughs> like and like you know like the stars are driving past in like sort of like like escalades like the window down going Rah! like you know yeah. like john boyega and and mark <laughs> hamill and stuff yeah and like surreal stuff <laughs> like remember that time mark <laughs> hamill yelled at me from a car <laughs> Imagine we getting egged by Mark Hamill. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> you nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's this um, big stage um, on the on the bay there where the San Diego Orchestra plays and they had this like Star Wars sort of festival set up. There. Like we walked in, everyone got given a limited edition lightsaber <laughs> like for the event. Yeah. And it was Star Wars... 1976 to 2015 and that commemorates the entire time star wars has been involved in the san diego comic-con right because they actually went there the year before to promote star wars which oh, wow. is which is sort of why it, it had all that support on opening day because they'd done all this sort of it was sort of like the first fan marketed film. yeah and um so there was this massive field like so picture like a music festival but everyone's got a lightsaber. Everyone, 7,000 light up <laughs> lightsabers of all different colors. And there was drinks and, 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 and like alcohol. <laughs> and then all the cast come out and they've all got lightsabers. Harrison Ford's having a great time holding up a lightsaber, hugging Mark Hamill. It was bizarre. <laughs> and then they had a video message from John Williams saying, I would love to be there conducting, but I'm working on the new score for the new film. But these guys are the best in the biz. Enjoy. And then they played like 12 songs and it was all synced with like appropriate footage from the films. And then yep. they ended with Star Wars, um, the main title theme with like, insane fireworks like it was insane like i've i heard i talked to someone uh a couple of days later at comic con and they had another thing over at the baseball field where the san diego padres play where they had set up a walking dead zombie run mm. so fans could sort of run through this obstacle course and zombies would come after them are they yeah. zombies in the walking dead i think that's what they are okay i'm not i, I don't know oh shout out to you 
Those those panels did not kick in. That's what all. Walking Dead people are. You have to assume that they're zombies. Okay, great. Um, and the guy said it was so funny because all you know people getting chased by zombies and this massive Star Wars fireworks got off and human and undead alike stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just it was just a, a really cool celebration. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited for tomorrow. So that is the 36 hours that you've got to top. Yeah. That's the 36 hour um uh best time of your life that you need to be. Yeah. Which takes us back to this incredible week of seeing Star Wars and then also the wedding and a question that you still haven't answered, whether Star Wars will inject itself oh, into the wedding. Great. Good question. The only Star Wars thing will be... You. <laughs> my, the, Your um, very existence. On the cake, there is a like a little like action figure, you know, like a wedding, like someone's made it up where it's yep. like in a wedding arch and it's Han and Leia and Artu with a little bow tie. And in my defense out there, <laughs> cynical listeners going, what a nerd pushing that on his fiance. <laughs> it was Jacqueline's idea. So beautiful. And I'm, and that's why, that's why you marry a woman, I guess, because uh, she's perfect. Oh, so you still. Thank you very much for having a chat today. What's the Yoda line? You're as beautiful as Princess Leia and as smart as Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a tr- It's always a pleasure to uh, be involved with you in any way, Kyron. Love you, Steel. Um, you can catch Steel on his podcast, Steel Wars, um, talking all things Star Wars, especially. The episode I cannot wait for is to hear his reaction because if you've listened to the episode where Steel reacts to the trailers, mm. then the reaction to the movie is going to be fucking insane. Hopefully, so, huh? Hopefully. Yeah. The um, yeah. If you go to SteelWars.com, you go down the bottom. There's the YouTube. Someone synced up the trailer with my reaction and um just people have been accused of watching gay porn um <laughs> there is a lot of um a lot of manly inverted commas manly moaning and, <laughs> and gasping and yeah so steel wars is um yeah podcast that normally comes out every friday but over the next two weeks it'll be coming out quite Ramping a bit up. are you gonna do you if like a sync with the um with the trailer, you're gonna do like a commentary episode after in a few weeks' time, or when it comes out, maybe later down the down the way. When it comes out on DVD, yeah, we'll do that on Blu-ray or or Mind Meld. I'm not sure what the formats are these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah. So what we're doing is directly after the film, we're 300 fans are going next door into this big pub at Knox. Totally sold out. It's been sold out for months, and people are flying in from all around Australia to um, be a part of this event that we've been working on for a year and a half. And I think it's going to be a recording just of, of pure joy. Yeah. And, you know, the podcast has had on, um, I think for the, the um, we're going to have some returning guests. We've got Paul Dempsey's coming back to chat. Um, ben Gillies from Silverchair is coming on the pod. Great. Um, we've got Graham and Chris um, and then some comedians, Xavier McAleedy's and a few other crew. But, yeah, check out the podcast. I did um, probably the thing that I'm most proud of that I've ever done in podcasting is I sat down with legendary film critic Leonard Moulton, mm-hmm. who did the George Lucas interviews 
on the Star Wars box set VHS in 1996. So cool. the very iconic interviews where it was the first time he ever talked about the prequels and sort of sizzled a bit of the special edition and stuff. Yeah. And you know, he's done a lot of work with uh, George Lucas and of course he's a he was the film reviewer on Entertainment Tonight. So it was just yeah, it was really cool to hang out with just a legendary film nerd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a really cool one. We've got ones with like Darren Hayes from Savage Garden, um, Ben Gillies from Silverchair and, and tons Basically of comedians. Basically the, the Star Wars nerds from across Australia and international culture. Yeah. And then you've and, gathered them together. And you can also, which we're sort of in the middle of right now, when there's events, I do blog pods. So I sort of record stuff. I mean, um, Kyron just recorded some stuff in the car where it's sort of like you're with me coming yeah. to these events. So you can go back and listen to the, the Comic Con ones. And um, it's if, if you want to get amped up this week for Star Wars, The Force Awakens, listen to those Comic Con ones and. Yeah, you might be frothing like one of those characters <laughs> from The Walking Dead. But um, and then if you want just pure comedy, I do another podcast called "I Love Green Guide Letters," which is which just as good. We make fun of the complaints to the TV guide. This is your love one. That's your hate one. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, but they're both they're both my little babies. Both your little babies. You love them yeah. equally. Uh, can you sizzle? Who is coming on your show tomorrow? Uh yeah, we've got Lee Sales. From, that's very cool. From the 7.30 report. Just called 7.30 now. Oh, sorry. That's good tip for the interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and if you I are... I wonder if they had a marketing meeting about that. It's like, should we go with 7.30 or report? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't have both. One, we know when it's on. The other one, we know what, what? they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would be really cool. She just interviewed um, Harrison Ford this week. And um, she also just interviewed the prime minister, which was more important. Hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. Um, yeah, well, there's two totally different levels of, of job placement there. You can be Han Solo for 30 years or Prime Minister for nine months or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you are a Star Wars fan, spoiler alert, next Tuesday, the live edition is all about Star Wars. It's uh, Star Wars, Luke, he's your dad. Um, so come along to that. It's just a huge fun quiz. We've got uh, Angus Truscott, like I mentioned, Justin Hamilton, Laura Hughes, and uh, Brendan Cowell. But you know that if you've been listening from the start of this podcast, which is generally how people listen to podcasts. But those are just tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still, thank you so much. Have the best time of your life this next fortnight. It's going to be amazing. Fingers crossed. May <laughs> the force be with you, Kyron. Uh, just, yeah, enjoy it. And when you're in line... Don't have your earphones in. Talk to people. Enjoy um, being out and uh, interacting with people. Thanks, Steele. Love you. Bye.